This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, April 5th, 2011. I'm Caleb Brown. House Budget Chairman Paul Ryan is out with his budget plan. It's a dramatic departure from the Obama plan. For one, the Ryan plan would balance the federal budget by 2015. But Ryan treads lightly on the sacred cow of establishment Republicans, military spending. Chris Edwards, Director of Tax Policy Studies at the Cato Institute, comments. So in this budget proposal, Chairman Ryan, a Republican from Wisconsin, proposed a specific amount of so-called discretionary spending for fiscal 2012, and he's taking on the big entitlement programs by proposing very uh, detailed uh, reforms of Medicare and Medicaid. Uh, In addition, Chairman Ryan has proposed substantial uh, tax rate reductions and tax reforms. Uh, So all in all, I think uh, Ryan's package really uh, sets up the the Washington budget debate for the next year or two. Uh, Indeed, he's probably also setting up the next Republican nominee for the White House with a a good set of ideas for fiscal reform. What does he want to do with Medicaid? With Medicaid, that's the federal uh, and state uh, health care program for low-income Americans, he would turn it into a so-called block grant. Right now, the problem with Medicaid is, is that state governments have an incentive to continuously expand the program because the more they expand the program, the more money they get from Washington. Uh, Paul Ryan says, no, let's turn this into a block grant. He would give the states a fixed amount of money period, then they would be uh, allowed to reform their state health systems as they want with this fixed block of federal money. So this promise is not only to save taxpayers money, but also to help reform state health systems. And also presumably would make it easier to uh, devolve those programs completely from the federal government down to states if it's not uh, tied in with the federal government so much. That's right. Paul Ryan would use the block grant idea not only for Medicaid, but for farm subsidies and housing programs. He would turn all of these programs into block grants. And this is good because it would ultimately allow the federal government to cut costs uh, very directly in these programs and then ultimately devolve these programs entirely to the states uh, where these uh, programs should be to begin with. Democrats and Republicans for the past two years or so have been really talking out of both sides of their mouths when it comes to Medicare. Uh, In fact, a lot of people were saying in the election of 2010, let's keep the government out of our Medicare. Uh, as if it's not itself a government program. So what what would Paul Ryan do with Medicare, and what are the political prospects for that idea? Well, the Medicare program is... Uh, completely unsustainable. The costs are exploding. Uh, it is a top-down Soviet-style system with price controls, uh, and that you know the government will have to cut Medicare eventually and substantially. But if we keep the current structure, those spending cuts will create rationing and they will create serious healthcare distortions. So the only way out of this box is to turn Medicare into a consumer-directed system where the government gives individual elderly people directly what's called premium support, sort of like a voucher where a a retiree gets a a certain amount of money and then they go out into the private market and uh, buy from a variety of competing healthcare plans. Uh, That completely turns the system around. It puts the focus on efficiency. It puts the focus on quality of care and it allows the federal government to more directly clamp down on the cost growth. In the video that accompanied this plan, there was a big media rollout, essentially, of this plan, Wall Street Journal op-ed, a video that Paul Ryan did that was very slick. And uh, the point that he makes is, 
look, when we get to about 90% of debt to GDP, that's when the economy begins to uh, slow down. And uh, he's trying to, I guess, head off uh, that problem. How does this budget uh, address that? Well, interestingly, uh, Paul Ryan's budget proposal, it doesn't even balance the budget within 10 years. He puts a lot of spending restraint in there, and in the long run, he does limit the federal government to 20% of GDP, which used to be the sort of normal level for federal spending. Uh, And that would be a big improvement compared to the do-nothing policy of President Obama. Uh, Under President Obama's do-nothing plan, the federal government would rise to about 40% of the economy uh, by about 2040. Uh, Ryan's size of the federal government in that year would be about half of that, about 20% of the GDP. So in the short run, Ryan makes some cuts, but it's in the long run when his Medicare and Medicaid reforms really kick in where the big savings come in with the Paul Ryan budget plan. Now, Congress gets elected every two years, and the Paul Ryan budget plan would seem to require Congress to have a certain strength of will Uh, in repeated sessions. Well, the Senate, controlled by the Democrats, will not go along with the entitlement reforms proposed by Paul Ryan this year. Uh, Ryan's uh, idea with his entitlement proposals is to set up the debate for the uh, 2012 presidential campaign. Uh, he, He basically wants the next Republican nominee to adopt his entitlement reform plans and and, uh, you know, for, for goodness sakes, we really need a, a Republican presidential candidate who takes on vigorous entitlement reform for the, frankly, the fiscal future of the nation. In the short run, uh, you know, Ryan's budget uh, will set up a battle for the discretionary spending next year in 2012. Uh, and, and so that's an important part of this equation as well. Republicans, in making a lot of the cuts that they've uh, attempted to make thus far, have effectively left the Pentagon off the table, what does Paul Ryan's budget do with military spending? Well, Ryan adopts the very modest reforms uh, proposed by uh, the Defense Secretary Gates and, and President Obama. So uh, he, he doesn't make substantial defense reforms, uh, which is really unfortunate. On our website, downsizinggovernment.org, our defense scholars have a substantial amount of uh, uh, really good defense savings ideas, uh, and we wish uh, the Republicans would adopt some of those. Hundreds of billions of dollars, in fact, over 10 years that uh, would not require the uh, military to rethink its strategy. Well, you know, uh, Ryan's... uh, budget proposal, which doesn't really cut defense much, uh, frankly, he might run into some resistance uh, in getting that through the House, because I think a lot of these new uh, conservative freshman Tea Party members in the House, frankly, they're interested in cutting defense uh, as much as any other part of the budget. So, you know, I think Ryan was playing a little bit to the Republican establishment by not taking on defense more aggressively. And uh, I think to get his budget through the House, he may well have to rethink that. Chris Edwards is Director of Tax Policy Studies at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org and DownsizingGovernment.org.